You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of GsFromTheCouch.com, back with an early morning edition, and I know that means it's coming out at noon, but that's early for me. I mean, just saying. Um, I know we did have a podcast yesterday, but this is essentially going to be the Tuesday night edition, just because um, after after that game last night, I was tired my voice sounded even worse than it does now. And I figured it would just be better to, you know, try to get some sleep and wake up and do the podcast. Although I think people are aware that if if they looked at my Twitter, didn't get much sleep. But whatever, we move forward. Um, So... We are going to discuss a couple of Blue Jays who had games last night that they kind of needed. And and it's not just for the purposes that we've been discussing so far um, in this month. We're not talking about Marcus Stroman, who's showing off for, uh, for potential trade partners or Eric Sogard or Freddie Galvis. No, there are a couple of Blue Jays who are likely staying with the Blue Jays through till the end of the season who needed nights like that. And they got them and we are going to talk about them. So let's actually start um, near the beginning of last night's game. So let's start with the Toronto starter. And oh my, how long has it been since we could say positive things about Aaron Sanchez? It, it feels like it, it became a running joke on this podcast that we wouldn't mention Aaron Sanchez's name because why bother? He did the exact same thing he did the previous nine starts. Or it was just discussions on why... Aaron Sanchez should be in the bullpen, but he's not going to be in the bullpen because situations with the Blue Jays are what they are. It, it was a lot of that. And what Aaron Sanchez was able to do last night is just kind of give a a glimmer of hope that the 2016 Aaron Sanchez is still in there. Because I think a lot of people thought that it was gone forever. It was an illusion. One that Joe Bluth would be proud of. And I I will freely admit, I am one of those people. I have said repeatedly that I don't think Aaron Sanchez's future is as a starter. I've said he could be a really good Andrew Miller type, a guy who goes out, throws two innings at full speed, and is able to just kind of shut down any thoughts of a rally that a team might have had, essentially. But what 
Aaron Sanchez did out there last night. On the surface, it looks kind of similar. He only went five innings last night. But when you watch the game, it was it was clear that there was something different, that he did have a little more confidence. Um, and despite uh, the YouTube commentators, for the most part, being pretty bad and making a lot of Blue Jays fans wish that Buck and Pat were on the broadcast, which that is no small feat. I mean, (laughs) for all that people say about Buck and Pat, um, Sean Casey is a very personable guy. I'm not sure he has the stuff to carry an entire game. And I, uh, the play-by-play person, Scott, I don't know his last name. I don't really care. He was not good. So I'd much rather have Dan Schulman back, which should be the case for tonight's game. But anyway, I'm getting off track. The point is Cliff Floyd was in the booth and, and I actually like Cliff Floyd. I think he's pretty good as an analyst. Like, I, I listen to a lot of what Cliff Floyd says. And, and one of the things he noticed is that Aaron Sanchez had a lot more control of his curveball last night. And that's been a a pitch that he has struggled with since the finger issues have popped up. It's like he hasn't been able to have the grip necessary to use the curveball as an effective weapon, as opposed to when he did when he was an ERA champion in this league. And last night, you can see it on multiple occasions, he was able to drop that curveball in where he wanted and get it thrown for strikes. And and Cliff had a really good explanation for it. Um, he said, like, if he can mentally take a pitch out of a pitcher's arsenal, like you could have done with Aaron Sanchez's curveball, because essentially he just went fastball changeup uh, a lot of times. It just makes it easier to sit back and wait for your pitch and drive it for a hit, which has been a big problem with Aaron Sanchez when those pitches are actually in the strike zone. They're getting hit. Um, when he can inter- reintroduce that curveball, it makes him so much more effective. It's it's why other pitchers for the Blue Jays are effective. It's why Trent Thornton's effective. It's why Jacob Wagespach is effective because they're able to keep hitters guessing. Although Thornton, I think people have figured him out a little bit. That's why he's on the IL right now. But it it's being able to to throw those pitches where you need to go. And and we haven't seen that from Aaron Sanchez in forever. And the fact that he was able to get through five innings on 80 pitches, no walks, which as Ian Hunter tweeted out, that snapped a streak of 60 games where he walked at least one batter. It was the longest streak in the majors. So that's an accomplishment in itself for Sanchez. He got 18 strikes looking, which again, whenever you can start dropping those pitches in there and get those thoughts into a batter's head, it makes you more effective. And Honestly, it looked like Aaron Sanchez was still going to take the loss for it for for what was his best start since April. And that would have been incredibly unfair. Luckily, things changed, and we will talk about that in the second half of the podcast. But a lot of people are going to look at that and say, oh, you only went another five innings. Um, Charlie Montoya's explanation after the game was that 
he had arms in the bullpen that he wanted to get some work in. And the bullpen arms did very well. Joe Biagini, two shutout innings from him, which is great. Daniel Hudson got in a solid inning. David Phelps got in a solid inning, which I'm, I'm going to guess the that's that's trade. Like, Charlie Montoya can say he wants them to get some work. I think the front office wants them to get some work because Hudson and Phelps are definitely on the trade market. So, whatever. They should be on the trade market. They can probably net something pretty good for people who don't want to pay out for Kirby Yates or Ken Giles. But the fact that, you know, for for the first time in a while, Aaron Sanchez kept team in in the game. He he gave them a chance to to do something. That that is huge. Cuz again, how how many times in the past month and a half have we just written off an Aaron Sanchez day as like, all right, well they're not going to win that one. That's that's huge for the fans' confidence and huge for Aaron's confidence as well to have an outing he can point to like, I was great there. I deserved a win. I made my pitches and and came off the mound feeling great. And and Aaron said that. He's feeling a lot better now. He's feeling physically back to where he was. And if he can start putting together performances like that, I'll believe him. And that ERA will finally drop below six again. And people will be happy. And Aaron can reassert himself as as a starter in the future. So very, very pleased with that. Very pleased Aaron was able to perform as well as he did. We're going to talk about the guy who took him off the hook for the loss that he didn't deserve uh, after this break. But just a reminder that if you have a company and you want to reach a unique sports audience, I I make no, no smokescreen about it. I'm, I'm a unique sports host. And if you want to reach an audience that follows a unique sports host, then your company's ad should be running in this spot at the podcast. And you can hear me say your words. I will say them. I have to. So to get your company connected with this audience, email locked at lockedonpodcast.com to get more details about increasing your business. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we are back. So the Blue Jays were about to let Aaron Sanchez take another loss for that performance last night. Trevor Bauer, the alt-right-hander, as Matt Atomic on Twitter put it, and I'm just going to use that for him, for Jake Arrieta, for for basically, you know, the pitchers who identify themselves as such. Anyway, the alt-right-hander pitched seven and two-thirds scoreless, struck out nine, essentially looked like Trevor Bauer against the Blue Jays, which is pretty dominant. But when Brad Hand came out for the ninth, I'm I'm a I had Brad Brad Hand in fantasy until like this week when I officially gave up on on the season. I I had a lot of bad luck. I was five and ten, so I started trading off pieces. Brad Hand was one of those pieces, but 
I know as as good as he's been, and he's been very good, he has been prone, like Ken Giles, to to have that hiccup that makes him exploitable. And I I didn't go into the night thinking that it was a done deal. I thought the Blue Jays could do something. I did not expect it the way it happened, but I am so glad it did because Justin Smoke has been starting to heat up for the Blue Jays. I'm I'm sure a lot of Blue Jays fans are like, why didn't he do this sooner so he would be a trade chip at the deadline? But what Smoke did last night is just... It showed you why you have him here. It's it's why you have veteran presences on this club. As Marcus Stroman so eloquently put in spring training. Smoke went out there bottom of the ninth um, and just essentially had a veteran's at bat. Went in there, knew what he was looking for from Brad Hand, got it on the 0-1, and just smashed it into center field. And I, I've said before that the fight that this Blue Jays team shows late in games, e- even if they're just putting on runs that end up meaningless in the, in the long run, that fight that they're showing serves them well in the future. And to see Justin Smoke go out there and be able to contribute like that in a season where he's been lost at the plate. He's he's drawing walks, but he's not connecting with the ball like he has in the previous couple years. To see him go out there and get that gives a bit of hope that he might be he might be starting to come back around again. Um he he only had eight hits in July going into last night. He was he was batting like one one sixty something. And and for him to go and get that and, and put the Blue Jays back into the game and, and take Aaron Sanchez off the hook for for an undeserved loss. That is a huge buoyance for a team that again in this season has needed moments like that where where you just have that bit of bit of happiness. So for Smoke to do that on its own was great, but then to follow it up in the next inning with the game-winning RBI, which I I I think I think that Jose Ramirez should have had that really. But he just hit it so hard that it bounced right off and and Stogard trots in for the winning run. And, I mean, thanks Terry Francona for taking Adam Simber out of the game for that one. But that, again, it's it's that never-say-die mentality that's huge for a team going through a, a miserable season. And, and to have the veteran come through like that. And again, Justin Smoke's probably going to stay with this team. There is no real strong market for his talents, especially when he's batting 215 on the season and has been batting sub 200 for the past two months. But it's nights like that 
that can inspire a team and stick with a team and make sure they know that they will have a chance regardless, as long as they play to their capabilities. So to to have Smokey come through like that, like it 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 makes you feel good about about what he's doing with this team. And and Smokes made no secret he wants to stay in Toronto. It's where his career essentially was made after falling in Texas and Seattle as a as a failed prospect. I I think there there is a spot for Justin Smoke um for the rest of this season for sure. And potentially if he wants to come back on a cheaper deal, since they don't feel Rowdy Telez is ready, clearly, when they sent him down to Buffalo, where he hit two home runs last night. So that's good. But Justin Nicolino was just serving up everything. It 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 just again, it, it helps keep that kind of clubhouse mentality intact to have a guy who's been there, who's seen it, and knows what the good times with this team was like and what they can be again, essentially. And and nights like last night go a big way in maintaining that hope and in, in keeping that vision alive. So hopefully Justin can use this to, to break out a little bit more and get, get his average back up to a more respectable level. More, more what he's been in Toronto as opposed to what he has gotten in previous stops during his career. But that will remain to be seen. Um, that brings us to the end of this episode. Just a reminder, if you're not following me on Twitter, I don't know why you wouldn't be, but you can do so at AJ, AJ Andrews. Just replace the periods with underscores because Twitter is silly. Follow the podcast at Locked on Jays on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, Himalaya, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Wherever you get podcasts, make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode. Yesterday's interview was just the beginning, folks. There's going to be more, I promise. And hopefully they will be just as glorious as that one was. So thank you for for coming to this. I guess it's going to get out in the morning. So yay. Enjoy it with your coffee. Spread it around in the afternoon. Whatever. Um, Anyway, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. And for everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at jaysfromthecouch.com. I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you so much for listening, and y'all take care.